play the fight song. Welcome into Thanksgiving week. Welcome into a four-day weekend of college football. Welcome into rivalry week. Hey, cheers, fellas, everybody. We're doing cheers, a little bit ads. of drinking no pie free ads. here. You know, no free ads. I, there's no free ads. show in here. They need that. Yeah. The collect- sponsor the collective. Everybody go out. Reese went koozies and Levis. He can't drink his beer fast enough. So everybody, uh, everyone choosing. Here's one of these. No, <laughs> I don't have one of those. <laughs> Put those down. We don't condone that. <laughs> but hey, pumped to have everybody in here. I think I have been on vacation a little bit, so I have been busy, busy. But I think most of you didn't work today. Reese, I know you did a little bit. Parks was absolutely swamped, and I don't think Schaefer did at all. So, hey, man, some people grind and some people just, you know, take free holidays. That's all it is, Parks. What do you think about that? Uh, that's exactly right. I mean, I was grinding today, trying to better myself, better my community, bring shared experiences <laughs> to people's holiday. But, I mean, if you want to take a day for yourself, that's that's a you thing, man. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but, you know, it's it's not that big of a deal that some of us grind and make America mm-hmm better each day so let's jump into some recent news within the college football world we'll have plenty of time for a discussion and a little bit of fun later uh dino babers let go at syracuse that is some news that hit reese just right in the heart i mean you should have seen the guy finding out tough, um, man. i don't know yeah i don't know how he held back the tears reese you want to kind of tell us how you got through that moment yeah it was tough my immediate reaction was i just got to think of that picture of me what sums it up with his time in syracuse just me with a thumbs down right there man uh <laughs> Guy, guy struggled. I think he, I think he was like thirty and sixty or something like that. I forget what the stats was, but yeah, it's it's also tough because I just don't know. Like Syracuse isn't like that high of a attention grabbing job, so I really don't know mm-hmm. who they get in there that's going to make it that much more of a sought after place for guys. Because I mean, it seems like it's that with the end with the transfer portal right now, it seems kind of like an in between step for for guys where it's like if you're at a G five, you go there, you can prove yourself, and they go to a bigger school. Like it doesn't seem like it's like a destination spot for people, so. I don't know. They got to get a guy there who can turn that yep. into a destination spot. I feel like. Yeah, they're gonna have to hit a guy like a Leopold or a higher, like a climb, like one of those hires where you go get somebody uh, from a G five or an FCS level that really turns a program around. Like that's what I was saying. Shape. I wasn't like saying they're gonna get climbing. No, I. I just my I guess my problem is is like I don't know what the expectation for Syracuse is. I know they've had him around for a while, and and maybe it was like bowl game or bust for for the program this year for like his cutoff but i i don't i don't know it just doesn't seem like he you're consistently getting about six wins every year they were looking like they were going to be on track for that this year and it kind of fell off the rails and i I guess i just my whole point is is who do you go to now like how how high can you really take the ceiling at at syracuse in the modern day of college football (laughs) like Donovan McNabb's not walking in the building anytime soon. Like that's never happening again. No, I, not it's going to be one of those that, yeah, the AD is going to have to make a great hire. I think that's kind of the situation they're all their athletic programs are in. I uh, would you look at Syracuse from afar, right? Sam Pittman will stay at Arkansas as Arkansas AD has announced that he will retain him. He will not be fired. I think we talked about this as touched on this a couple of weeks ago or last week in an episode Parks, were you, were you kind of surprised? Were you like thinking that's the best move for Arkansas? Or do you think it's like too quick on the trigger still down there? No, I, I wasn't shocked, I guess. I mean, I, I think he, you have to look at where he's at. It's not really a, I wouldn't say an SEC powerhouse by any means when it comes to football. They kind of know where Arkansas is at as a program. Was it a disappointing year? Yeah, but are they going to get anybody better than Sam Pittman right now? I don't know. Uh, I, I think that was, I don't know about right now. 
yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't see it that way. They'd have to go find a great coordinator somewhere smaller or somewhere struggling, and you're going to take a chance there either way. So let them keep building. I'm sure that's going to be their point of view and, and see what happens. I could tell you who my call would be if I was Arkansas and I had a job opening. But I love that they kept and, him, to be honest. I know that a lot of people think he should be gone, but I thought he d- he's done a lot of good things in the portal for like skill players-wise. He kind of lacked in the in the offensive line room this year. That's where they really struggle, which is his bread and butter. That's kind of the questioning part. But like the schedule did them no favors this year. Yeah, the Auburn game is a little inexcusable, but next year it's kind of in their hands. Like I love that they gave him one more year because if you look at the schedule for them next year, I think they yeah. Then if he if he doesn't even win seven games next year, fine. You heard it here first. I think he's got a short leash next year. I think if he comes out of the gate two and two, like three and two like he's still like you know you think they'd fire him mid-season yeah he was three and two i think so if he's above 500 through five or six games i think most of arkansas is okay with that granted they could change it around in the portal and i think the players like him like i love him as a coach i think he's a very lovable guy i think he's a a player's coach so i think they'll keep people around and maybe bring in more talent but uh a mid-season fire next year would also surprise me, unless they start like I mean, he had, four. So he had no. KJ Jefferson too, <laughs> who was a preseason uh, first teamer in the SEC for that. I mean, that quarterback, like he was first team All SEC preseason. Like he's had a good quarterback too, so like he can bring in guys. But it's also like, has he wasted some of those years for those guys too? Because I mean, Rocket Sanders was a stud. Yeah, he got hurt and everything like that. But he had some weapons there at the beginning, and I just don't know if he's going to bring in more pieces to fix that, or has he wasted some time with those guys? Schaefer, KJ, can he come back next year? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I have no I, idea. I think he, I think he can. Now this is bad podcasting and bad insight on our part, but I think he can come back next year. I think he Schaefer, one more year. Five games into the season next year, this is their schedule, yeah. right? Pine Bluff, Oklahoma yeah. State, UAB, Texas oh, A&M. At you said in Stillywood. Okay. Yep. Yep. UAB. Yep. Texas A&M. Louisiana Tech. You're telling me if he's three and two right there, he's fine. If he's two and three, that if he's two and three, he's not fine. If he's three and two, with losses and I'm going to assume it's going to be losses at in Stillwater and then against A&M. There's which no the reason. Two games okay, that matter. Yeah. Give me the next. Give me the next game. Just give me the next game for reference. LSU, Ole Miss. Okay, because there's no reason he should Tennessee, Texas, be. Auburn. <laughs> There's no reason he shouldn't be three and zero against Pine Bluff, UAB, and yep. Tech. Yep, and I think he would can, agree. I would have start winning. Would okay, have, and look so at he comes how up. look how Gundy look how Gundy starts off his years as of recent. Like, there's no reason they can't go into Stillwater and and win that football game too. Okay, and would agree. But but I agree. How about three and two with else. Actually, this is to be determined on what order these SEC games are going, but. In conference, LSU, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Texas, Auburn, Mississippi State, Missouri. So no Alabama, yep. no Georgia. They get Texas at home, correct? Yes. Okay. They last time Texas they sold out Donald Donald W. Reynolds. I guarantee it. Hey, put a lot last of time they that. went there, they got absolutely the door. That was the year on. we went. No, wasn't that the year we yeah, went? It was that was the early same in the year, year we went. Yep. yep. Yeah. It's a lot different. Arkansas tradition or. Uh, feeling down there than it was after that game but hey let's jump into the some 
uh, transfers, non-transfer situations. Cam Rising will say he will stay for his seventh year. Reese, what do you say to a guy who's there for his seventh year, man? Hey, embrace it while you can, man. College is fucking awesome. <laughs> guy loves college. I did too. Or, <laughs> or crazy thought, crazy thought. He won't play in the NFL. That's that might be a, another I, option. I think that's everything. If he's not going to play in the year. NFL, who cares? You can still be a quarterback with <laughs> power five team in college. And just go with love life, dude. That guy has had a cooler life, and I'll probably have the rest of my life, dude. That'd be sick. <laughs> that guy's soaking it up, literally. <laughs> that's not true. I heard that was that, that was a that's a false narrative. Why would they admit to it, Schaefer? <laughs> Jalen Daniels says he will stay at Kansas next the next season. Uh, the Jayhawks will get their starter back, and in hopes of winning a very gettable Big Twelve. Tyler Shuck, though, will leave the Big 12. This will be his third school. Correct me if I'm wrong, Shafe. Oregon yeah, to Tech yeah. to wherever. Or does Tyler he Shuck go back to like, his first? Or does my, he go back to his first school? Why would you ever sign him if you're Oregon? Here's, here's my deal. Uh, with Parks wants with, I'm a transfer portal guy, but Parks, I don't know why you like. Look at third stops for, for guys. I, I'll try to list them off the top of my head. You had JT Daniels, who ended up at Rice. You have Keaton Slovis who's ended up at BYU um, guys, help me out here. Like name me a guy who had a third stop who you're like, he finally turned. Oh, our boy Jerkovic at Pitt. Like yep. name me a guy who has made a third stop. Emery Jones. Like I will keep going. Uh, like, plumber. Plumber. That's plumber always, yeah, that is third stop, but that's back okay. to a coach. He had already played for it a bit successful under. So, but yes, Reese, but Jerkovic did that you're, too. you're right. You're right. Reese. But I will give you one. Jerkovic did do that I'll as well. I'll give you one, Reese. Okay, but just the odds are not in your favor. If you're on a look third at Cam spot, Ward like, right now, who who is whose issue is it really? Cam Ward, I'll also give a pass because he transferred from an he FCS did. level. No, he, he hasn't that. transferred. I think he might. I think okay. he might. I'm not and saying I think he, he would transfer three. I think this would be his second, first, third school, which is possibility. That's a guy playing the system though, because he went from the FCS level to yeah. a low major Power Five. And hey, speaking, speaking of playing the system, I don't know what you guys think about this, but Evan Stewart, right? Rumored to be in the transfer portal. It's not official. We're not going to say and try to break any news here, uh, but it's where, you know, kind of we're in the spot where Schaefer, if you want to kind of talk about Iowa State and what you saw today that kind of jumped to your attention. And then I'll jump to Parks because he's a guy that Nebraska has really jumped into the transfer portal. And I just want to see what he thinks about it and what he thinks Nebraska is doing or other schools are doing about it. So you want me to start first on kind of the Iowa State situation? Yeah, just go over kind of what you saw, what your thoughts were, and then we can talk like what we think it actually means. Because Evan Stewart's a big name, and it just yep. happens to come in line with this. So me and, and JP were talking through Twitter about the Evan Stewart situation. Um, we're thinking with the rumors coming out, there's obviously got to be a little bit of tampering situation as obviously the window doesn't open at least for another week. I don't have the exact date on hand, but relating it to Iowa state safety, Jeremiah Cooper, who we all know is going to be targeted in the portal along with some of those other secondary positions signed with a, uh, Rosenhaus sports as like an agent, which they can do now. Kudos to them for a team like Iowa state. It, it leaves a, a bad feeling in your stomach because when you look at something like that, why would a guy hire an agent to stay at Iowa State? Like, what what are they going to negotiate? Would they call him an NIL 
uh, representative or something like that. Yeah, an himself. NIL representative. So what is the sports agent doing? He's he's li- talking to Jamie Pollard every day, trying to get a max extension. No, he's getting phone calls from every SEC booster, every Big Ten booster for the next week on with the best offer that they can throw at him. Now, it doesn't mean he's going to leave. Sometimes we forget that system, coaches, fit, that all matters. But, I mean, it can't be great news that he's he's signed with this deal and he's probably talking to somebody. So Mm -hmm. I thought that was really interesting today. Yeah, like my exact point was, why don't you just come out and tell us that your shopping player is getting some money out of this, that it isn't all about that, right? Like to say you're an NIL representative as a third party guy, you're not an NIL representative from the university this athlete in particular plays at. You are a third party guy who also deals with NFL. You also deal with other things. You cannot tell me you would not take the time to call five, six people, take five or six phone calls throughout a week or two span if there's not anything in it for you just tell us that you're an agent and you're shopping these players parks nebraska like i said been very heavy in the transfer portal guys leaving guys coming in bigger program you know they're doing it you know every program in the country is doing it what do you think about it or like how do you think it should be even handled like it's still yeah when it, when it comes to Evan, Evan Stewart, it's tough because I think that we're not taking into account that these teams have to disperse their collective, not evenly, but to what they need, to what they're not having an impact at. So is Evan Stewart in the talk for Nebraska? Yeah, maybe, but is he going to get the paycheck that he's probably getting at AM and what other places might offer him? Like Nebraska's, I know they have a middle of the pack collective and it's probably better than some, better than most, I would say. It's got to be in the top, go, like top level of college, like the better half of college football. It, it's like middle of the pack, honestly. It's not that great right right now. Like they spent Jeff Sims. I know he make he makes high six figures, which is great, but they're gonna spend that money on a dip, another quarterback. Like you have to disperse this out. You only have X amount of dollars, and and with the young talent that some teams have on the outside, he's not gonna get offers from them because they're gonna be targeting something else, maybe an offensive lineman. So at the end of the day, that's where it's going to come into the most play yeah. with NIL is they have to pick and choose what they're going to spend on. And I don't know if the fans that, at least I can say to Nebraska, are going to spend it on anything else right now in their mind other than a quarterback. Also look like uh, people that are donating money to these collectives, right? Do I give it to the collective or am I giving it to the university and the athletic department? Am I giving it to just football? Because you can pick that some collective. Am I giving it to men's, women's basketball, football? Baseball, like, you know what I mean? You just kind of go down the list. Like, people now have to pick and choose. You, I mean, you hit it on the head. Like, what do these people want? It's my money, right? Until I give it to you, it's my money. But I got to say it where I this goes. It so it's just, yeah. It, uh, I'm interested to see what the collectives do with different products. Because everybody, almost everybody by now has a beer, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Schaefer's drinking one at the bottom for Iowa State. I know Nebraska one. I know uh, Iowa has, like, what is it, the Swarm beer or whatever yep. that is. I mean, yep. I'm interested to see what kind of products come out to support these collectives. It could be something cool. So that'll be another story to follow. Oh, yeah. Like, what if, like, you know, your big guys, your say offensive attack, your offensive linemen come in, and you're like, well, how do we get them more money? Well, our truck dealership consistently is dealing with those guys and then like kind of I mean, goes on you, like there's an athletic Utah. wear company yeah look at, that they was gave them all dodge ram trucks I mean, that's it, insanity it's insane i'm sorry i don't mean to cut you off parks but it's just insane like how much leverage some of these schools have over for again an example for iowa state they did a an iowa pork four guys those four guys did an iowa pork producers commercial 
and he came out and said it like Brent Bloom came out and said they all made a, a grand, which is great. Like for a college kid, would we not all want a thousand bucks? Like wouldn't a thousand bucks help? Absolutely. But then you also look at, yeah, you look at Utah and they're getting $50,000 trucks and I'm not a truck expert, but I probably am selling that short for what they got. Yeah. So, no, they're, it, yeah, it's expensive. <laughs> the leverage I think some of these schools have is ridiculous. We, we also need to flatten the line here when it comes to talking about college football players. I consistently hear all the time, and it used to be something that I'm like, okay, you know, they have a point. When you're mm-hmm. talking and evaluating these players and how they're, they are acting on and off the field, don't tell me it's a kid anymore. Don't say it's just a kid. Why are you worried about the kid? I mean, they are collecting paychecks for triple the amount of most of our yearly salaries. <laughs> So they're not kids anymore. You pick one or the other. You either drive a Rolls Royce. Had all of ours up, hit it times two, they got it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I mean, they're not kids anymore. If you're gonna if you're gonna pay them that those big bucks, don't you? We can expect things from them on the field. That's my point. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. It's crazy interesting to look into this and just see it from an outside perspective on how like you can see it. Obviously, like if you're paying attention, you can see how this is going. And then you can see the other side that's like, nothing's really happening. Nobody's really running this. Nobody really got rules set out for it. So, again, we're still in the early days of NAL. We're going to get to a point where it's a little more uh, relegated and there'll be more rules and somebody will be looking a little harder at it. But I don't feel like we're that close reg- to that situation. Regulated? Yep. What did I say? Relegated? I say, you said relegated. Yeah, they, you could, said relegated. they could get knocked down to like the Champions League or whatever. <laughs> yeah, they, whatever it's possible. They doing with it. It's possible. I've seen it, it floated around. All right. Word searching is not my uh, strong suit right now. Uh, I'm only half one deep, and that's all I need. So let's jump into uh, Embrace Debate, right? I think this is one that probably was talked about on uh, the college football playoff ranking show. I know other programs have picked it up, but we kind of do think it's an interesting point, right? Uh, It depends how you word it, how people look at it. Uh, For what we're talking about, though, should Florida State be viewed differently without Jordan Travis? It's not necessarily yes or no. It's not black and white. I think everything's a gray area in this situation because we haven't had that kind of situation. Uh, maybe Ohio State 2014, first year of the playoff. Uh, but I don't know. I think that Ohio State team might have been a little bit better than this Florida State team. Not saying Florida State's bad, but it's a very different situation because their quarterback was regarded as a Heisman uh, Trophy runner, front runner for a long time, and then in the conversation the rest of the year. Your guys' thoughts, should this affect Florida State? Should they view differently? What are you thinking? Reese, you go first. I think to view them differently is fair, but if they run the table to keep them out of the playoff, I think is is asinine. I think it doesn't make any sense. Um, you still have guys. You still have Trey Benson. You still have Keon Coleman. You still have Johnny Wilson, who's a name that people forget about this year because Keon Coleman's so good. That guy is still like 6'7 and, and freaking nuts out there. If you can get a halfway decent quarterback that can just be serviceable and function with this offense, they can be just fine. Like it, it doesn't make any sense for because like you talk about 2014, you can't determine how much a player actually means to a team unless you get like the product out there on the field. Because like, yeah, if you would look at the like Ohio State going into that, I never would have picked them to win that. But like, you still put those guys out on the field, and like people still have a heartbeat, and like you can't judge analytics, like. Guys can just go out there and still play football. Like it doesn't make any sense to keep them out if they run the table. I put in the group chat that like, even like if you watch college football game day, Herbstreit was talking about how like he doesn't think they should even get in if they run the table. 
I don't think that makes any sense. It does. It's not fair to those guys because you still have ten other guys on offense that play, and you have eleven guys on defense that play that game. Like, yeah, is it fair to them? Hell no. That doesn't make any sense to me. They should get in if they do what they're supposed to do and win a Power Five conference. They have to get in. Parks, you had a little agreeance there. Yeah, no, I think he hit the nail on the head. I think it's a completely different conversation if we're talking about a group of five team or maybe a lower tier team within a conference. Like you're looking at Florida State. It's a team that's been in the picture before in recent history. But if we're let's say we're talking about Tulane, Michael Pratt goes down this late in the year. They're undefeated. That's a team that you can be like, okay, that makes enough of a difference where we have an argument now to keep them out. When you're in a power five conference dominating the way that they are, and maybe they're not dominating every game, but they are winning every football game, which you cannot do more than that when it comes to building your resume. Uh, it's really hard to, to give any reason to keep them out or view them any differently. Like this isn't Tulane. This isn't uh, Liberty. This isn't UNLV. I mean, we're talking about Florida State here. It's a Florida State recruit in the background. It's still going to be probably a three, four-star kid. So does it suck that they lose a five-star quarterback, one of the best talents in college football? Yes, but no, this can't make your decision any different when it comes to talking about a team like Florida State. Schaefer, are you agreeing with everything they're saying? If if you are, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Yes, I, I am agreeing with everything that they're saying. Um, the one thing that just kind of pissed me off is I just – we have these talking heads that a lot of people listen to and, and Paul Feinbaum happens to be one of them. It's quote unquote, like ESPN's college football reporter. And he's talking about, you know, you got to put Alabama in right now. They're playing well, evidently that they will be, um, they'll beat Georgia and that they deserve to jump ahead. And then Georgia's won 30 in a row. So they deserve to still stay in. Well, guess what, man? Like, I, yeah, is Alabama playing better right now? Absolutely. But why are we discrediting the LSU win the first game of the year, but we're just brushing to the side the Texas loss? And Texas doesn't look very good right now for, for Alabama. So pick one or the other. Like they're valuing the win earlier in the year, or they're valuing the loss earlier in the year. They're like, well, they've gotten better now. You know, it's, it's, they're a completely different team, but they don't want to credit Florida State, who won by 20 against LSU, who has also looked better, and then they're playing good football right now. Go and tell that to Keon Coleman, to Johnny Wilson, to to Trey Benson. Like These are three guys that are top 10, at least in their skill position in overall in college football. Who said who's who's here to say that they can't pick up the slack for this football team? And we're also trying to make an argument for a team who's a Quote, might run the table if they lose fine then it's this conversation is done with but we're also assuming that this team went to Gainesville beat another SEC team and then they're going to beat a, uh, a top team assuming that Louisville takes care of business this weekend against Kentucky and we now say that that team doesn't deserve to get in because they have a change of face at quarterback like we don't we haven't seen anything from this kid hey he got he got put in down 13 to nothing on North Alabama now it's I know it's North Alabama but they ran 58 straight on him so I'm going to give this kid the benefit of the doubt. And it just makes me mad because a guy like Feinbaum gets paid to talk in front of a mass audience and people are just dumb enough to believe him. Okay. How about a situation where they lose one game? So they drop, they drop one in Gainesville. They win the ACC title over a presumed top 10 Louisville. They're out, right? They're out. They're still out. Because, because, 
everybody's also making the argument that if Michigan loses this weekend, no question they're out. There's no debate because of the strength of schedule. Um, I would say for, for Florida State, it's not necessarily the strength of schedule that would be held against them. It's just the way that they've been playing probably the last six weeks. Is it, is it perfect football? No. Um, but I value wins. And if they don't get the job done and they don't win against another backup quarterback in Gainesville, like, no, nah, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to put him in if, if Texas runs the table or if Oregon wins or if Georgia still stays undefeated or even Alabama beats Georgia. Then we can have that conversation. But this team is going undefeated. Or if they do go undefeated, they deserve to be rewarded for that. It's just it's mind-boggling to me that people actually so no, have argued. No chance the Cardinals get in? They win the ACC title with one loss. No, no chance. No, no chance. Not. You can't lose no, on the no road. Chance. At I'm not. You're not going to lose on the road <laughs> yeah, to a three-win team and get bad. in the playoffs, man. It's so bad. It's so. Oh, bad. It's hey. I mean, you you lose one game, thank you God. win the conference, and but they thank also God they lost that game. Though was going to have this debate. Yeah, they had. Yeah, we talked about that at the beginning of the year. They had the easiest schedule. Yeah, I think that was a big point. But I, it's just interesting to look at this. Like, I think a lot of people are looking at them way different, and you should look at them different. That's my whole thing. They sh- you should view them differently. You should look at them differently. That here's, does not mean you should take away what they deserve and what they've yeah, earned. Here's what I will say. If you want to slide them back, I, I, I haven't even paid attention if they're four right now, but say they were three last week. If you want to slide them back to four, fine. Like He's saying they're five. five. They're sitting at five right now. They're five, That's but Washington insane. jumped them. God, I'm first of all, number one, I'm doing but I, bad but podcasting I, that they're out of the top four. Number two, that but just that, me but it doesn't matter that they're five because everybody Washington's in front of them is undefeated. Everybody's undefeated. Yeah, in front okay. Of them. Washington, Washington, like Washington, has, Washington has three. Real, Washington has three great wins. Okay, in I'm three sorry, different ways about Ohio but, State yeah. and Michigan as well. Yeah, they got to play. So it, yeah, it just bad. everything's okay. in front of them. At, sitting at five basically means you're in. You're default in, if that makes sense. So I don't think putting them at five is that big of a deal. I think. Putting them at five after what happened is fair. Would the Parks. committee? I'm sorry, no, Parks. Go ahead. I was just going to ask Reese. Can I know? Can you tell me Washington's three great wins? Can you classify USC as a great win now or Utah, Arizona, Oregon okay. State, and then who's the third one I'm blanking on? Oregon, Oregon, Oregon. Oregon. It's yeah. got to be Oregon. Three. Yeah. Okay. Cool. As long as it, I just yeah. didn't know yeah. if USC yeah, yeah, yeah. was in there. Oh, okay. I think Not USC. Think, yeah. No. 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 Not USC. I think Arizona would be the one people forget, like you're saying, though, Reese. Like people I would think USC yeah. because Arizona. Um, I don't know if you know this or not, but it's power rated in a lot of people's top fifteen, top twenty, uh, ranked pretty darn high too. If they don't lose a weird one in the beginning of the year at Mississippi State, you're looking at Arizona like you want to play for a Pac-12 title, kind of good. To Utah. Here's a nightmare scenario for the uh, scenario. Scenario. Here's a nightmare scenario for the committee. <laughs> Ohio State loses in overtime this weekend. That that's it. If Michigan loses, their excuses they're they're just out. But if Ohio State loses in overtime this weekend, I think I don't know. Depends what happens it, elsewhere, would, man. Yeah, but I think that's the worst case scenario out of anything right now. Is Ohio State losing in overtime on the road in Ann Arbor? against against michigan like we'll have that conversation if we get there schaefer because there's gonna be okay. a lot of All time right. to do that we were talking about week. other things no I'm, you're good I'm digging hey, a rabbit hole i <laughs> we have plenty of time next week because we'll break down each conference title and we could just throw that in as like a what the hell now you know after each one so uh really nice to get into that embrace debate i think that's something you've seen all over twitter and social medias and spots but 
we're happy to get into it and kind of give our viewpoint on it. Not that you guys are looking for one, but I think it's different to hear from somebody not paid by ESPN, CBS, Fox, yeah. or a part of a team. If they want right? to, if like, they want to pay us, though, they can definitely pay us. I'll take the money. Yeah, yeah it's it's a fact. I'm not going to say no. Uh, but let's jump into week 13 previews. How about rivalry week, fellas? We got three games we want to break down, all rivalries, all big games. We're going to start with the Civil War. We got Oregon State at Oregon. Oregon is a 13.5 or 14-point favorite. I'm not sure exactly where the number is right before we record this. I think we have 14, uh, 14 down here, over under at 62.5. Can the Beavers in Eugene disrupt the Ducks season, or will – Oregon keep rolling and have a chance to get into the playoff next week. What are our thoughts? What are we seeing on this game? Like, how do we just feel about it in general? Like, I don't think this game has been re-signed to say we're going to continue to play this quite yet. I think they're still in those dealings. So whoever wants to go first, let's talk some football. Am I the only one that's shocked that the spread is that big? Like, am I is that is that right or is that wrong? Like, I I think it's 13, like two touchdowns. I could see like an eight or a nine, but I don't I think that spread's too big. Like don't get me wrong. Like I think Dan Lanning will have the guys fired up, ready to go. But I still think Oregon State is one of the better defenses they're going to see all year. I mean, they forced – I think I have 24 turnovers so far. And, yeah, Nix hasn't turned the ball over Paul this year. I think just two so far. But it's going to be a defense that's going to know how to get to him and force him to make some – hopefully some in – yeah. in their eyes, some inadvertent throws. And if they can limit um, Bucky Irving and um, all those guys, like – Troy Franklin. I I just think Oregon State's defense is going to be a little more prepared than I think Oregon is going to maybe give them credit for. I think the spread's a little bit too big, but I I, I would be shocked if Oregon State would win this game. But I just don't think Oregon wins this game by more than two touchdowns. You know, you know why that line's fourteen? Because Oregon State did not expose Washington last week on defense. Granted, the weather or not, right? Like you didn't beat them low yeah. scoring. That's kind of your bread and butter, right? That's why that line's there. Parks, you were jumping at this one too. You have something to say on it. Yeah, I one you got to know where I'm going to go. I have Oregon in my college football playoff. I think they win the game. I think the line's in a great spot, but my only worry is the Pac-12 is going to Pac-12, man. Yes, what a here we go spot. again. These are the two weeks. These are the two weeks it happens. <laughs> what a great spot for Oregon State to ruin their chance, ruin Oregon's chance of making it to the college football playoff. Now, to win, to win, even would they make it the conference championship? Are they guaranteed to go in? Yes, there? yeah, that I'm pretty sure that is locked in. Right. So um, that's no, if Oregon State, if Oregon State wins, Arizona can get in. See, this hmm. is a very yeah. good spot. This is where the Pac-12 is going to do it to themselves. <laughs> We've seen it before. So that makes We've me nervous. So many if times. I gotta, if I got to put my money where my mouth is, I'm, I got to roll with Bo Nix. There's too much on the line here. There's too much talent. Bucky Irving to have a big day. Give me Oregon at home to win the final Civil War. I don't think they match up next year. So maybe possibly. No, I. Yeah, they're dealing with some weird stuff. Like they're not quite locked into this. And this is Friday night, by the way, at 7:30. So this is Friday night at night. You're going into Otsit at night. For me on this one, a lot of it has to do with the defensive side of the ball for Oregon and the offensive side for Oregon State. Like I understand the weather was weird last week. The game kind of played out weird between Washington and Oregon State. But if you're DJU, right, and you're Damian Martinez, and you're kind of looking at this game, you're like, where, where's your confidence coming from? I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like you didn't, I thought last week was going to be the game. You kind of showed up and you started balling out a little bit. Do you lose? Maybe. But when you lose as low scoring, you said like 22, 20 uh, or whatever exactly the score was. Do you really feel like you can go into Odson now? And I know there's, there's like parks the same. 
there's that little bit of background that, you know, that, you know, out of body feeling where you're that pumped up for a game and there's just something weird going on in the Pac-12 all the time. And it's the last civil war for a while. Like he, there's always something out there, right? Just floating around in the air that can make it weird. But Oregon's been disruptive. They've been able to hold uh, some outside of Washington, good offenses to low scoring. Uh, they're able to play complementary with the offense and control the football and control the ground game. And now they're good up front and can handle a good ground game. Here, here we go, DJ. You, your job was to come to Oregon State and be a part of this and make it better. Um, here's your chance to really blow up a duck season and cement your name in Oregon State history. Because I don't, I think 16 is the wrong number next to their name because I think they're better than that. But when you lose the game they did last week or a couple, you know, the one in Arizona early in the year, I think is just a weird one. But Washington State, this is the one, right? Yeah, Washington State's not great. That's the great point, Reese. Like that's one. Early in the year, you got a good – that was a Washington State team playing a lot different than they are now, but that's one you need to have uh, looking back. So, Schaefer, any final thoughts on this one that you want to kind of tie the bow on and then we'll throw all our picks because we got a 15-game ATS board this week. Yeah, there's there's a couple of things that come to mind, and I think, JP, you said it perfectly. Like, Oregon State, you couldn't have asked for a better opportunity last week. With the weather being as bad as it was, being at home – like Martinez still had 120 yards. Like that's an opportunity for you to win that football game. That is prime set up for you to win. Um, and some DJU turnovers kind of cost them the game. Uh, Oregon ranks 10th in the country in rush defense. That's just not going to bode well for, for Oregon state. Like that's all they can rely on. And you kind of saw it last week when things got hectic. Um, I hate rivalry games being this, this big as far as spreads, uh, there's a scenario where I do see Oregon State keeping this close, and Park said Pac-12 is going to Pac-12, but we kind of said that last week too, and, and Washington still came out of it. I think it's different this year. I think those two, or, or Oregon and Washington, they're finding ways to win with different with different options, and I think a lot of it has to do with veteran quarterback play. So being that said, I'm going to take Oregon to cover. I mean, it's 14 on the dot. If I push, so be it, and I think that's where it's going to be at. Reese, I have one thing to say, but you can go ahead and give your pick or if you have something to add in. Say I have something to add in, too. Shaver just talked about how they took away the run game, and they're going, they're 10th and 10th rush defense or whatever. People mm-hmm. forget DJU is still oh, throwing shit. 20 passes through the air for touchdowns this year. So, like, the guy can still sling it if he needs to. Like, He's I, proved I, it. He doesn't have the weapons out there, it. but I think he – yeah. He won it in that Cal game. I'm sorry to cut you off. He won it in that Cal game. He's won it in certain spots against weak defenses – Again, we said the weather was bad last week, but that's a weak defense, or at least it has shown to be in the last five weeks. And Jabbar Muhammad kind of made him his daddy. Like <laughs> he had a couple of takeaways. That guy and, had a and game. They took advantage of it. He. That is what it is. Reese, your pick yeah, on no, this gonna, ATS board. I I think the spread's way too big. Uh, I I'd okay. be shocked if they win, but give me the Beavers to cover. Here's where I'm at on this one. We can't forget that Oregon has something to play for here too. This isn't just a, let's say a nine and a nine and two Oregon team. No, this is a ten and one team with a chance to go to the Pac-12 title, to chance to punch their ticket to a college football this playoff. After a, that, this isn't this a pushover isn't a, spot. This isn't in Corvallis. Like we that would be the rest too. of the disaster. We've seen this happen before, and I'm, 
but this isn't a crystal ball coach team. This is a Dan Lanning coach team. Like this guy can mm-hmm. convince any team. If he was playing a high school team tomorrow, he could convince his team that they were underdogs. Like he's that good of a coach and that good of a prepper. Yep. I would like everything in my being to say, go with what Park said and then ride with Reese. But I'm going to take Oregon here. I just think DJU in this situation is my favorite DJU. So I'll take Oregon in the 14. But I would not be surprised if this is a live dog in Oregon State, right? So we got three Oregon picks, a Oregon State one for Reese. And it sounds like we probably should ride with Reese considering he's up quite a bit. I think four or five games on yeah, this, second and third place on that ATS fact, board. If we're doing a fifteen team, if we're doing a fifteen team board or fifteen game board for this week, just so you guys can catch up to me, is bullshit. By the way, I but, think hey, no, 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 no. What hey, if you this just is found like, us? Which is bullshit, by the way. Community. This is Reese. This is like this is the NBA in season tournament. Like whoever yeah. wins, it's going to be cool. We're going to give them the championship. Hey, you won rivalry week, but like you didn't win the NBA finals, Reese. You won There's the only NBA the, finals. The, Hey, I want something here. Though. I didn't counts. win the I didn't win the conference title thing or whatever, but I want something here. I don't, I'm not winning the dogs. I'm not winning the best bets, or whatever. But I'm winning something here. Yeah, hey, uh, it's it's okay, Reese. We're not I'll trying take to take anything away from you. One of these boards actually counts. The other two are for rivalry in general. If that makes sense, we'll throw it into a little bubble there. All right, let's jump into the next one. How about the game? Ohio State at Michigan. Michigan, a three and a half point favorite. This opened at five or five and a half around that number, kind of falling down as the week has gone on. We have three on the board, kind of depending on where you look in your books and who you're betting on is the number you'll pick. This is going to be, I feel like this is going to be a different kind of the game than we've seen. We've seen higher scoring ones in recent years. We've seen teams with more high-powered offenses, not saying Michigan can't score points, not saying Ohio State can't, but you usually when you go into these games, you're talking about the offenses. How about these defenses, right? I think that's where this whole thing starts. Parks, let's talk about this one a little bit. I know you'll be buckled in paying attention to it because in a lot of ways, that being you both had two Big Ten teams, we both you know, needed this to kind of be a tie to like kind of our predictions. We're not in that situation now, but where are we at now, I think is still good for the Big Ten. Yeah, what a massive game. This is the Big Ten title, right? I mean, JP, can we admit it? This is the Big Ten title. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's the Big Ten title. Come on. Oh, you got to win in Indianapolis. Be, Come on. Big Ten title spread is going to be 17 and a half. Yeah, the, these teams, I mean, the, this is I the will, top. It's 17 and a half. Lay them. It'll be 21. <laughs> I mean, okay. The, the pre-Big Ten title title game. Thank you. There what you go. a game. Thank you. What a spot. <laughs> I, I think it comes down to one simple thing. Can Ohio State's defense come through when it comes down to getting stops? I mean, they did it at Notre Dame. That's why they had a chance to win that game at the end. It's an offense that's not as persistent as what they've had in the past. So it's going to come down to their defense. Can they force turnovers out of J.J. McCarthy? Can they limit Blake Corum? Can they limit Donovan Edwards, who I think is a better back overall than Blake Corum? Ohio State, I don't know if they can get it done. It's a tough spot being in the big house. I think the spread's in a perfect spot. I think Michigan edges it. It's They're going to complete the perfect season. So give me Michigan at home. Reese, what are you thinking? I don't know where your mind went. Um, so I wrote down for this one, like Parksy, like looking at this one, it's like we're sitting at the roulette table, and you know how we just love betting red or black, and we see, love it. We're looking at the board, we're like, oh, we see, we saw two reds in a row. We're like, okay, now it's going black. Okay, yep. then, we, then we're gonna bet black heavy. So, and I also hate this narrative that Michigan is somehow big brother now when they won two in a row when Ohio State previously had won sixteen of seventeen. 
don't know if you guys do that set or not, but Ohio State won 16 of 17 in the last one. So, like, I just saw it go to black twice. So now I'm hammering on red and I'm putting everything on it. That's, that's, that's where my, my mind's at for this one. I, I'm tired of the narrative that Ryan Day isn't a good coach, that they're a little brother now. Um, and also, when Harbaugh's saying that they're America's team, shut up. Dude, you you cheat, you <laughs> cheated, and you got caught cheating. We don't nobody cheers for the Houston Astros. They got caught, they got caught cheating. You're not America's team. Shut up. That's so annoying to me. I hate that narrative. I don't hate Michigan, but I hate what he's saying. Dude, I want Ohio State to win so bad this weekend. Also, I have them as my national title, so I need them to win. Um, but I want Ohio State to win so bad this weekend. Give me, give me Ohio State, dude. I'm at the roulette table hammering red this weekend. I'm hammering red. You're like Desmond Howard if he was Ohio State fan. <laughs> like Desmond Howard, just all he does is bash and bash Ohio State, and then just it's like Michigan, 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 Michigan. You're the opposite of that right now. It's pretty. I, funny. Like, I, I haven't talked. I haven't talked that high about Ohio State all year, yeah. but just ever since this I, shit man. came out with Stallions, I just I can't stand Michigan right now. Oh, I didn't like. I mean. Yeah, I mean, Parks talked about what I thought was going to be the big key in this situation. Reese just popped off. I don't know how we follow this and talk about this Wild game. card, baby. Wild Dude, you card. can go ahead and try. <laughs> I th- I will try. That was that was great, Reese. That was a that was an awesome analogy. It's from right here. It's from here. <laughs> Listen, when I talk about this game, I everybody kind of knows my thoughts. I feel like if you've been listening the last at least three weeks of the podcast, you know I'm I'm still on Michigan. Like I'm not going to change it. And given the circumstances, I'm still going to stick to my guns because I think that Michigan, they, they do so many things in different ways and they can win in so many different ways. Like for instance, McCarthy hasn't thrown a touchdown in three games. Okay. Let's go back to the Purdue game. I mean, the guy was 24, 37, 335. He didn't have a touchdown. Like it doesn't really matter that he's throwing touchdowns. I've heard it on every single podcast that it's this big deal. And I'm not even a J.J. McCarthy guy. Like, I don't think he's an NFL quarterback. But I think when he's called upon on Saturday, I think he can get it done. My my worry is, like, the pressure of Tula Malowau. Like, that kind of concerns me. But I trust this run game. If they have to run it 10 times in a row, they will. I think Roman Wilson and Colson Loveland are serviceable on the outside for them to throw to. And everybody wants to talk about more and how this is his third game ever. And he doesn't have any idea what he's getting into. Why don't we change the narrative a little bit? Like maybe this is a head coach in the making for a really long time, like with all the cheating stuff. And we probably think Harbaugh is gone after this year, just be given probably they're going to have sanctions on their hands and everything like that. Maybe more is, is a guy who wins this football game changes the narrative. Maybe he's Michigan's coach for the next five, six, seven years. I don't think all of that casual takes about Ryan day. I think he's an awesome coach. I think Ohio state's really good. Those takes Reese are valid because idiots love to say it. It's not true. Even if he loses this football game, but I'm still going to stick to my guns. I think Michigan's going to win at home and probably another ugly one. So yeah, I'm in the same situation. I, I do like Michigan in this spot and I have, been looking forward to this game to see what the line was um but i'm not comp like super confident in it i think ohio state has the ability uh to kind of change this uh you get travion henderson who's been really good in the run game uh and has really helped that offense you know what michigan doesn't have though is a marvin harrison jr they don't have a absolute game breaker that mccord 
uh, or that McCarthy can throw the ball to like McCord does. Um, can McCord get himself in a spot where it's not turnovers and it's not just bailout throws and he's feeling comfortable in the pocket because Michigan's defensive front is good. The offensive line Ohio State's been better in years past. It's the same thing on the defensive front for Ohio State. That defensive front is good. Michigan's dealing with some injuries. They'll get a couple guys back this week who left the game last week. But, I mean, how do we twist this to make sure that McCord is in more of a prime position? I'm not sure. And then you plug him into the big house. It's just, it's a tough one. Um, I'd like to see Ohio State win just because I think it would be interesting to see what Ryan Day would say after the game. But then at the same time, I just, I'd take the three in the home team in this scenario. Don't love it. Not throwing any money on it. Not super confident, but I'll take the home team and feel decent about it. So uh, three Michigans and an Ohio State for the game. You know, we'll be buckled up for Fox Big Noon at 11 a.m. on Saturday for this one. It will be an absolute blast. So pumped to watch that one. Reese, you got something to finish this one up? Over, under on how many miles ready Marvs are we going to hear? 36? Ooh. 36? You're already – don't – we, we put an end to the Gus Johnson slander. He's good for the game. No, I love Gus Johns, but I'm saying if, <laughs> right. I, if I'm going to hear that 20 times, dude, it's going to get a little irritating by the by the 12th time, like or the sixth time. Fair enough. Gus, come on. It might, I do it think might. JP, right. JP, you made a very good point that I failed to mention. Kyle McCord, you've never been in a situation like this. You may have been on the sideline, you may have had your headset on, but to step on the field on the last Saturday in college football before conference championship week. In Michigan, in the big house, you have never been in a situation like that. So that is a great storyline to follow. Good point, JP. Let's go into our last preview. We're going to do this one a little bit shorter as it is just kind of getting the token mentioned. So nobody says anything that we did talk about it. How about Alabama at Auburn? Alabama, a 14 and a half point favorite after Auburn's loss to New Mexico State a week ago. Schaefer, you wanted to talk about this one. You thought it was important that we mention it. Can you tell us why? I mean, it's the outside Iron of Bowl. just. Oh my! Your SEC. It lost Bowl. a lot. It lost a lot of hype last week. It's, I, right? guys, it's so. not. It's not hype. Like this is, <laughs> and we're gonna get into this in a second. And we're already running on forty-five minutes, by the way. But like, is this not a top three rivalry in college what football? Did I talk about this week. We didn't talk about Ooh, it last year. I don't think away because we we're like, who cares? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Is this not a top three rivalry in college it football? Is a top, it is a top rivalry. Yeah. Auburn was, was two weeks away from coming off of a great road win against Arkansas, winning by 38. I don't, I can't explain everything that happened last week. I have no idea. I didn't watch the football game. The vibes aren't great. But guess what? Like, do I think Auburn is going to be up for this game? Absolutely. Despite what I've heard from, from Freeze and the press conferences and things like that, it's Fucking Alabama's coming to town for the with 10 to try to go to the college football playoff and they're already going to the SEC championship game. Like, this is a big deal. The spread's huge. Everybody else is on Alabama. That's fine. I mean, Alabama, you've played Chattanooga, Kentucky, and LSU the last three weeks. I am not convinced your your offense is all of a sudden world beaters. So Jalen Milrow, go there, take apart that defense, do what you do. I I will see it myself. I think Auburn will find ways on the ground to to handle this. Now, I think Alabama's defense is a world beater, um, and I think it's going to be ugly. But I think Alabama, or Auburn will find a way to cover. I can see this being a 21-10 to 10 game. I think it's going to be low scoring, and that's, that's where I see it. But to think it's going to be an absolute massacre 
No question. No, it's just, it's, just ridiculous. it's ridiculous. I mean, what do we get out of mentoring Auburn in this situation? Not I. I'm not saying I'm picking against them with ATS board. I'm not saying I'm picking them. I'm just saying in general, there are games that mattered more to the college football landscape in this situation than this one. I agree. No, I it's, but it's, it's the rivalry itself. It's rivalry weekend. This, this is what we do. It's Bama by Park 21. Bama by 21 or more. This Auburn team is atrocious. They lost 90% of their fan base last week. This ain't going to be the normal Iron Bowl. I get what you're saying. Auburn's had down years and still competed in this game. Not this style of Auburn. Man, oh, man. They just paid a $2 million paycheck to get their ass kicked. I, I so. get it. Like, everybody's argument, like, last week. But, like, I think I said this earlier in the year. Let's not, like, overreact. I get it. It was New Mexico State, and they came in and whooped their ass. But these are 20-year-old kids. Like, I think they can turn it around and keep it relatively competitive. Reese, how about you? Yeah, to Schaefer's point, I mean, Georgia did go in there this year. I mean, the only one by seven or ten, I believe, whatever it was. So, like, there's that aspect to it, too, which makes it maybe possible. But I, I have no faith that Auburn's really going to be able to pull off the upset here and shock the world. I think Bama goes in there and, and just handles them. I, I, I don't want to, like, just do I it. just want to, like, it. I'm kissing ass here. I'll take Auburn as well. I think it just gets ugly. Just an overlook situation. But how do you overlook the Iron Bolts, this whole thing, right? Uh, but on the ATS board, I'll take Auburn. I need to make up ground on Reese is mostly the reason I'm going the other way. And I also need to make up ground on Schaefer. But getting me to second doesn't win. I got to go to first, right? So that is our three previews for Week 13 and Rivalry Week. We're going to jump into something that I'm excited about. We'll make a cool graphic out of it. And we get to outline more than one rivalry that's happening or the three that we talked about today. How about a rivalry week special, the draft? Each of us will get three selections. We're going to go snake style. Every rivalry known to college football is in play, all levels, all divisions, uh, whether it's played this week or not. We're going to go in snake style. Here's the order. I need everybody to write this down, right? Me. Again, this is random rule, random wheel. Parks and Reese saw it. Shaper, I didn't load this up. That was loaded. He picked yeah. himself first. I, I'm not. <laughs> to be fair, I'll I don't want to be the first. There's pick. no argument yeah. for me. There's no yeah. argument. And with it only roll. being three picks, with it being three picks, like that, you're probably in the best spot. Anyway, me, then Reese, then Parks, then Schaefer, right? Snake style. So I'll go one, 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 two, back around. Okay, perfect. All right. Red Number one overall down. pick in this situation. I'm going to go with the game. I'm going to go Ohio State, Michigan. That'll be my number one overall selection. Hmm. I think, I think with man, I think I'm going to get a little bit of recency bias out of some people looking at it and be like, damn, I mean, those have been top five teams the last three or four years or top 10 teams they've played, playing for a chance to go to the Big Ten title. I, I like it. I like it more because it is in the Big Ten and it is up north where we're from. Uh, so it hits a little more home to me. But that's the one I'm going to go number one overall. Reese, you're up. Number and two. You I'm, write, I'm, I'm write looking these at down. these. Write these I'm down. Also, huh? I got Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Give me a second. Give me a second. All right. All right. So All when right. I went through and looked at mine, I, I the game means a lot, yes. But it's all, you also got to go to the opposing sideline. You got to grab a pretty cool trophy. You know what I mean? Like that also plays a factor. Into this. Okay, fair. So with mine, my first one, I went with the fun game, a game that happened this year already. With a great trophy, great trophy, Red River rivalry. Oh, that's a good nice. one. It's a good one. No one's gonna be mad at that. Great one. 
The golden one. Good one. Good one. That is that is you those 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 pictures after the game when the guys are wearing that that is that's probably the coolest picture you'll take the rest of your life. That is now this is gonna get real interesting with Parks' pick here. This could it's get not. real interesting. It's okay. not. Okay. I mean, this is I can't believe this is still on the board. This is America's game. This is Army yeah. Navy. Oh, okay. Oh, but, we said, but I was yeah, saying, I was saying that this is did we just say that Iron Bowl is the top three rivalry in college football, and then we just picked it fourth at best? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't subscribe me to this. Give me Army Navy, oh, a game that gets a good its one. own day. I mean, a game yeah. that it's the, the crowds filled with our armed tr- our troops, right? I mean, I can't no believe army. Reese in the Army didn't pick nah, the yeah. Army Navy game. I mean, what a That's, football game! I mean, it was on the board. It was on the board, but I thought it was gonna fall. I thought it was gonna fall later. Who it wasn't going past the first angry. round? I don't think because no, if I would have gotten like the third pick, I probably would have done just what Parks did right there. Schaefer, you want to save the day? Come on, Commander in Chief trophy for the three of them. If we want to go, I don't know if we get all three in that context of Air Force, Army, and Navy, get the Commander in Chief, but I could give it to you. It's an all right trophy. Am I missing one? Like, am I missing an obvious one? Because, yes, yes, yes. I mean, we just hold on, hold on. I'm trying to scroll through a list here. I'm trying to, am I missing? There's no way he doesn't pick this, right? Prepared. I mean, there's the first pick out there, and you're you're struggling. I mean, you get two in a row. Yeah. Is your second one going to take an hour? Oh, shit, it's not like I'm, you don't get a right. retry. First one, first one. I'm gonna go. God, I'm gonna sound like a dumbass. He has to. I'm going Holy War. First one. There's one no the fucking shot. No, there's that timeout. There's no shot that you just talked about how we have to put the Iron Bowl into the previews. You just set out the top three rivalry in college football. He's and got then back you don't to even pick picks. it in the first round, but he didn't pick it in the first round. Take no, you already picked it. You're it's hey, a pick played is a pick or pick played. No, 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 play, no, no. Right? That's fine. That's fine. I, I actually I had a second one in mind, and I think I'm gonna get it um when it comes back to me. So yeah, for pick number two is gonna be the iron bowl. Okay, thank you. Jeez. Insane. Nobody this one might catch people. Wait, is my hold on? Sorry, is my my holy no. war pick? Like, is that? No, 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 I just it's just pick. funny how you said it's a top three rivalry, then you didn't take it. By the way, disclosed. Thank you for naming it, because good God, I'm already losing my memory. I couldn't think of what I was looking for on the top of my head. So thank you for helping me out there. <laughs> Whatever. I would Whatever, have legitimately dude. went. Oh by shit! What did we just talk about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could have pulled up anything. Parks, you're up. Yeah, my my game might take people by surprise. It could have been probably a third round pick, but I just enjoy watching this game thoroughly every year. And it doesn't matter. It's great because you have teams that are at the top and a middle of the pack team or a team that didn't expect to be good like this year that still can win it. Give me Bedlam. I enjoy, thoroughly oh, enjoy one. watching Bedlam. One. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. It's a great football game. What an upset this year from Oklahoma State, who then is finishing their season on a high note after getting blasted by UCF. But what a great football game. Give me Bedlam my second pick Reese you got your second pick up now this what you do here dictates I, a lot of how I go about my next two oh, man this one isn't much this one isn't so much about the trophy I just think it's I like I like in-state ones as well I am not going with the Cyhawk one don't worry I'm gonna go with Florida Florida State Ooh, I like that I like that I like that one a lot I think that's it's always it's always end of the year has, it's gonna kill that. I mean, this year it could be could have very serious implications. I think I just think at the end of the year, very interesting. I like that. I like the color mashups there too. I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's fair. I thought you were gonna go to a different one, but here I am. 
And actually, Parks took the one I was going to take. How about to go a little bit off the page? Because I have two picks in a row of my last two picks. How about let's drop down a division? Let's do that. Let's talk about the Brawl of the Wild a little bit. Montana, Montana State. This is a freaking scene every year. It'd be so cool to go to this one. It'd be freezing ass cold. It'd be snow on the ground. But golly, does it look like that's all they have, right? I'm not saying Montana's not a great state. There's not a lot of things to do. I'm saying that's their schools, and they play like they're the high-end Division One schools, and they're not, but it's just so cool to watch. So I'll take Brawl of the Wild, right? And then it's a big pick. Yeah, it is. I, could, I There's two that I really like here. How about let's just – I've got a little bit of – uh Maybe not because it hasn't been that great the last couple of years. I mean, the last two years have been great. Everything prior to that, maybe not as great. But how about the third Saturday in October, Tennessee, Alabama? Uh, I that's that that's still fun to me. Like the fact that you get to light up cigars in the stadium if you win, and it's not there's no firework smoke. It's just cigars. Fuck Sounds you. incredible. I'll take third I'm, Saturday. I'm in October very mad at myself. Final. I didn't pick that one second. I, I'm mad at myself. I I, I, I was how, literally how that one slipped my mind. I have no idea. I was picking that one. I was picking that one over the Iron Bowl. Had you not got most underrated you would have got double for, Alabama, the most underrated pick. football, college football rivalry, most underrated All right. one. I would have been play. happy with another one that's still on the board, but hey, let's go back through for the last couple picks. All right. Respect this one me, is man. not a very, hasn't been a very interesting game in the last couple of years. It's in the Big Ten, but I just think it's one of the coolest trophies in, for a uh, rivalry trophy. Minnesota, Wisconsin, Paul Bunyan's axe. There's no that fucking trophy. way he took a Minnesota yeah. rivalry yeah. and it's not against Iowa. No, that's it's a great not, trophy. The pig is like so much Do the axe? The axe is so much cooler. Oh my god! But there's that's two Paul yeah, Bunyan trophies. I'm sorry. They take your shave. That's false. No, I no, you didn't pick mine. But how do you not pick the pig? The Florida Rosedale. God damn it. It's no, a pig the, on the a axe trophy. Is way cooler. There's two. The it's so cool cooler. that there's two old Paul Bunyan trophies, not just one. There's only one fucking Floyd, The second one right? is the second one is of Paul Bunyan. This one's the axe. Yeah. Oh, would you think Paul Bunyan picked up the axe? There's a himself? difference. It's just an axe. It's just an axe. It's not one anything is, special one has about the Paul damn Bunyan axe. as a statue. One is his axe. Going and getting the axe. He did live. A lot of fun. He's not a real person. You made the mistake mentioning Whatever. JP's two like probably most hated teams. So yeah. it's a cool trophy, JP. It's a, it it's should a be classified trophy. as a weapon. It's a legitimate axe. Uh, okay, back to me. I'm going to take, and this is just to save my uh, fandom. I don't think most people would let me live, especially people that listen to this that I know are Nebraska fans. Give me Nebraska-Oklahoma as a tribute to two college football blue bloods. Just a, a rivalry that oh, was here we go. whoever was going to win the national title that year. The Big 8. When it came oh, down to the Big God. 8, you talk Nebraska, I'm you talk Oklahoma. Myself. That's who was going to the national title that year and most <laughs> likely going to win it. A tribute to the two greats. As a fair reminder, folks, that's what put Nebraska on the map was Holy this game every shit. year. It's still competitive this day. Give me Nebraska-Oklahoma. The, the game of the century. They didn't name any other college football game that. The game of the I century. Can name a, I can name three right the, now. The game of the century was Nebraska-Oklahoma that year. It's the only one that's ever been labeled that. Give me Nebraska-Oklahoma. What a great rivalry. And it's still a good game, except for the last time they matched up. But two years ago, when we still sucked, still a good game. Shiver, you want to round this out? You got any blue bloods in your pick? 
<laughs> uh, no, not not any blue bloods at the top of my head, but uh, I'm going to also go back to a sort of a renewed rivalry. I'm glad they've kind of brought this back into fruition because I, I didn't really realize it when we were younger how much of a big rivalry it was. I'm going to go backyard brawl. I think that there oh, is a good one. That was the one I had on there. There's a lot of animosity for both of those teams, and and mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they have it renewed again for next year, but I hope they continue to to try to play that game even though they're not in the same conference anymore because I think they yep. met for like, what was it, over 100 years in a row before they split. So, yep. um, yeah, that's that's definitely mine. Hey, that's that's a good draft right there. I mean, there's only with only three picks, you can't get them all. So just a quick rundown of ones that we didn't quite get to. The Apple Cup, the Governor's Egg Bell Bowl. or Governor's Cup Egg Bowl, uh, Civil War, Tobacco Road, Farmageddon, the Duel of the Desert, Miami, Florida State. Uh, any other ones that we did not touch on? Iowa, Nebraska, Iowa, Minnesota. Uh, the Hero Trophy no sucks. One. They could have come up with it's, so many the better names. Stupid. The trophy's stupid. It but, sucks. Uh, we got to be missing a couple. But hey, let's, be, uh, let's jump Missouri, into the Nebraska world. Bell. One of the better trophies out there. Game may not have been a big thing, but the game, the trophy was sweet. There's plenty out there. I There's no way we get to them all, but we're running a little bit long, so we want to make sure we get to the next thing here. Let's jump into our next segment. We're going to go over uh, under the radar games of the week. We'll touch on these quickly. I'll start here. I'm going to go Louisville, Kentucky. Another rivalry we didn't mention in the draft, but it is an important one. Nonetheless, Louisville needs to win this game. Uh, They're already playing uh, for a chance for an ACC title, but if they win this one and then win next week against Florida State, at least they put themselves in a conversation for a college football playoff spot. So, and eleven and one would be pretty good in Brahms' first year. Do you want me to go? I have Reese next. Go ahead, Parks. Actually, oh, okay, I was trying go to ahead. find ahead, that Parks. out. No, Parks, you go. Parks, you go, man. Oh, thank you, Reese. Uh, yeah, give me A and M at LSU. I think it's an interesting storyline to follow with kind of how that A and M team is going to respond after losing Jimbo Fisher, with a lot of names floating around the portal rumors, and then a guy on the other side who's still gen- like genuinely at the top of the Heisman conversation as he should be. Can he perform against an elite defense? It's an interesting, fun game to follow. Maybe not a lot of postseason implications here but something you should definitely flip on that second or third TV. So that's a good one. Reese, you can go now. Two on. Uh, game I already mentioned before in my picks, uh, Florida State and Florida. I mean, with this year, uh, big implications. No Jordan Travis to see what the team's going to be like. And, I mean, you're still going to the swamp, and it's Tom Petty. He won't back down. That'll fire a crowd up, uh, and hopefully fire up the football team as well, too. So who knows? This could be a big weekend for this one. Let's see if Florida State can stay perfect or if Florida can – Make something happen. Have Billy Napier be a little more secure over there. Schaefer, to you on yours. Yeah, I think this is got to be the most deserving because we can't go without talking about the Egg Bowl. Some some casuals like to think that uh, the NFL is is meant for Thanksgiving. Well, no, you're wrong. Sorry to tell you, uh, the real ones will be watching this one on Thursday instead of the Niners and Seahawks. So that's really the only reason why I put it for under the radar. The, the real diehard fans of college football will be watching this one over any NFL game on Thursday, eating their turkey. Let me know when the NFL has a golden egg for a trophy on Thanksgiving, and I'll watch them. Also, give me also the egg bowl. what a great call. This, this came up in another podcast. Excuse my language. Fuck the NFL for playing football games on Black Friday. That is absolutely ridiculous. And there are... If you guys have casuals in your life, if they're friends, you might 
consider getting new friends because this is just getting out of hand. <laughs> all right. You're already, I'm an NBA guy. You're already trying to play games on Christmas. Ugh. Now you're playing on black Friday. You're, you're taking everybody's light. All right. You're the NFL. You're a decent product. You're not great. You don't deserve all these days. I was almost going to let you slide with Thanksgiving. Now, now you're just, it's getting Nick, out of hand. I, I, mean, they get this tattooed. I might get this tattooed. That was great. I, I, I'm a college football guy through and through, but they do kind of run the sports landscape. They, they, they are. Because, because yeah. the general consumers are morons. College football. The general consumer is most way, of America they because they're pro sports markets. Games. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah, I won't pay attention to it. I'm, I'm not saying I'm going to watch it, guys. I'm not stu- I, I'm not a traitor. Don't, listen, don't fire listen. me. No, now we're now we're going on this. NFL fans, <laughs> if you're you can never the most likely you will never attend the top sporting event that your league has. You will never get to the Super Bowl. It's gonna go to all the businesses, all the corporate, and you're gonna be sitting on your couch watching TV eating dip. College football gives you the opportunity to be there to create the atmosphere. Fuck you. Fuck the NFL. I mean, I still watch it. Don't get me wrong. I love football, but college football is day and night better love football. than football. Don't go away. Yeah. All right, let's jump into the – actually, this is actually a good segue because this is why college football matters so much. Let's go to the G5 game of the week. How about an absolute freaking gem in the uh, American this is conference? Jordan, this is G5 game of the year. This is incredible stuff. Week. How about Ooh. UTSA and Tulane going at it for a chance to go into the American title game? SMU also undefeated in conference. They should win easy this week. But Tulane, a team that beat USC at a bowl game last year, is a lot of people's pick for the G5 representative preseason. UTSA coming into a new conference, into the American. They slow, started slow, a lot of injuries, uh, had some uh, power five losses, but they've been red hot since Frank Harris has been back. This is going to be awesome. Two great quarterbacks that are better than a lot at power five programs. Cannot wait to watch UTSA and Tulane. That has to be on your list. Reese, are you beeping? Yeah, it's a fire alarm. Mute it. Mute. Duty calls. Maybe, maybe mute the mic. <laughs> Duty calls. Let's go. Hey, let's. Oh, God, that's funny. Let's go into dog's dog here in our best bets and betting segments. I think this is the last week. I don't think we can co- count the conference title game because then you're kind of really forced to pick somebody. So I think this is the last week of the dog's dog. Is yeah. everybody in agreement here? Yep. Yeah, I plan on winning both too. So I'll take the last week here. So I believe. Parks, you're still winning. Yep. Correct. Another outright second. winner. Yeah. And is your gap insurmountable? I do. It's I six, believe it isn't is. It? Yeah. It's six. Oh, and Schaefer, you're right behind. And then Reese and then me. So we're going to go in that order. Parks, we'll, we'll give you a trophy next week officially. Uh, but how about you give it another rip and try to extend that lead? Yeah. So mark this one down if you're on the screen or if I'm in your ear. I mean, I just know ball at the end of the day. So I'm going to get real naughty with this one. Give me Hawaii plus the seven at home against Colorado State. I mean, I want to apologize to Schaefer. I was hard on him last week for picking an under like a real deep dog of a game. This is that. Give me Hawaii, a team that beat Air Force a couple weeks ago, who was classified as a wagon to win outright on senior day on an island in beautiful weather. Colorado State isn't ready. Give me plus a seven. Uh, Schaefer, you're up now. I don't feel as uh, I don't feel as fun taking this pick now that I, I I didn't realize that I was I was completely out of it. I thought I was gonna take this pick with a chance. Just to give at it least, for effort, Schaefer. Take time. Hawaii. No, no, I will. I'll still I'll still let everybody know. 
I'm taking Iowa plus the two and a half. A, oh, a team that, fuck. A team that was uh, favored at the start of the week, at least by a point. Um, I just there. Listen, little seg, little segue. Like, listen to Parks' preview on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube. Listen to JP's preview. I'm not going to break it down for either side. I just don't. I, I've taken Nebraska before. They bit me in the ass. I just don't. Love the Schaefer, way it's well warranted. Right now. Don't make it sound sad. It's well warranted. You've had your three opportunities. I wish this you was down the drain. <laughs> I thought it. I thought it. This was at least going to be to tie the dog's dog, which made it even a little. Yeah, more that's rough. Yeah, you you had the so lead most of the year. It. You can retract yeah, it if you. I don't like. know where I lost this lead. I I did have the lead last the year. two weeks, three weeks for sure. He's kind of yeah, caught fire a little. Four bit. straight dogs hit outright, baby. Take those Reese, let's go to you. Me and you are in a really close battle for third and fourth. I mean, that's it's an absolute slobber knocker at the bottom of the stage. You're a fucking sicko. Just ignore just, just ignore this lady fire alarm talking over all this. This is a fucking army. God, this is so stupid. In case you didn't know what anyway, a I'm going, like. I'm going <laughs> Iowa State. I'm going Iowa State plus the 10. It's a cycle in the way. Um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it literally is. There it is. It's a sign. It's a sign. <laughs> Hamrum, give me the clones plus 10. Oh, uh, here's my reasoning behind this. It's got to sound weird when my ATS board comes out one way and my dog's dog goes the other way. I'll take Oregon State plus the 14. I got to catch Reese somewhere. Either I got to get him on the board, the ATS board, or I got to get him here, the dog's dog, so I don't finish last. That's my reasoning. Oregon State, the 14. Boom, there's your best bet, or your dog's dogs for everybody. A little bit of a premature celebration for Parks, but I think he's out of reach of everybody, so we need to make sure we beat him in conference title point game. How about best bets? I'll go first here in this one. I'll take Florida State minus a six and a half against Florida. I don't think, I think quarterback thing means a lot, but I do think they're still talented enough to win this game, and I think they'll be fired up and understanding that they got to be on both sides of the ball a lot sharper than what they've been. Um, going on the road in the swamp in this kind of rivalry game. And you can't lose if you want to get in the college ball playoffs. So I'll take Florida State. Reese, you're up. I was really debating taking Florida as my dog's dog this week. Um, but I don't think I could talk about them twice for my under for my game of the for my under the radar game of the week and then my dog. Um, but this one I'm going with Kansas minus a six. Uh, going to Cincinnati. Gimme KU who's playing who's playing well. Almost had a chance to win that game. They covered for me last week as my dog. They're playing really well. They've lost. I think they've lost two straight. But give me a time for them to bounce back against a bad Cincinnati team on the road. So perfect to Parks. Yeah, I'm gonna stay ugly with this one. Give me Colorado and Utah under 52 and a half points. A Shadur Sanders who got absolutely rocked as he does every week last week came out of the game. Colorado's backup quarterbacks when they got slapped around by Washington State were just awful i mean they have absolutely no depth and their offensive line is bad enough to make me believe that i don't know if utah gives up more than 10 points in the game i have a hard time feeling that they're going to put up 42 so give me under 52 and a half in that game and utah wins obviously well let's stay in the same game schaefer yep parks let me pick up where you left off i'm going to take utah minus the 22 now um i just the vibes with colorado is just as bad as it gets um last week it, not only was Washington State in as deep of a hole as you were, uh, you couldn't have tell because, I mean, they, my God, that was just a terrible game. And they got after Colorado. There's no, I mean, Utah's coming off 
a loss from last week, a tough loss too. And like, where do they get off the mat here, Colorado? Like, what are you playing for at this point? This is going to be a good coach team and everybody wants to beat the shit out of Colorado this year. So I don't, I don't see why. And this is actually, this is technically, it's a rivalry game. So a little more incentive for Utah at home to get after them. So they'll win. They'll win. Parks will, will cover his under. I'm going to say 35 to seven is what I got to say. That would that would hit both. That is going to be yes, thirty five. Is not surprising out of Utah. They have taken advantage of bad defenses this year. That's a wrap for Rivalry Week. Thank you for tuning in and follow us on X, formerly Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, our YouTube page for all of our previews. We will have a lot to offer you next week for Conference Title Week, as we'll have a breakdown of each game. We'll release those to the public. We'll make sure that you are informed, no matter the spread on those games. Not talking about any one of them in particular but it should be a ton of fun. Anything to say before we head out of here, fellas? Yeah. Have, have a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy all the football you get. Um, may my, may everybody's teams play well. Unfortunately, somebody's got to lose on on Friday between Parks and, and JP, so I pray that everybody has fun in that one. Only thing I have well. to say is that like, whoever does lose, I need you and Reese to sponsor a bottle of liquor sent to their house. Yeah, right. I just, I, I, just I need that to happen. Uh, otherwise, that. call the ambulance. I'm driving to the nearest tree. <laughs> Rumplements. Rumplements. Oh, boy. Uh, it should be, hey, it should be a good weekend. It'll be a stressful Friday, but hopefully we can enjoy Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Thank you all for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. It's a ton of fun to do this each year, and we're not done yet for the year. How about Parks? You take us away a little bit this week. Schaefer's been doing it. Demoted, though. I'm ready. Play it! Boy, I think about it every night and day I'm addicted, wanna jump inside your love I wouldn't wanna have it any other way I'm addicted and I just can't get enough I just can't get enough I just can't get enough I just can't get enough. I just can't get enough. Honey got a sexy on steaming. She give my hotness a new meaning. Perfection, mommy, you gleaming. Inception, you got a brother dreaming, dreaming. Damn, baby, I'm fiending. I'm trying to holler at you, I'm screaming. Let me love you down this evening. Love it, love it, yeah, you know you are my demon. Girl, we can form a team, man. I could be the king, you could be the queen, and my mind's dirty in the 